is perfectly fine. Alright guys, what's up everybody? It's Dizzy. I am back on the Any and Everything show. Today we have we actually have two really, really I know I say I know I say special guests a lot, but this these, these two people are really, really special. To the left of me I have my mother, Sharon Thomas, and to the right of me I have my father. We all know him as Glenn Thomas. Say hello everybody. Hello. I wish I could be cool and say something like "What's up?" But hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Dad, hey, Dad. All right, so we got a lot to talk about. So to everybody that's normally listening, I apologize. I know I said I would put out two episodes a week. I haven't put out anything this week. I apologize, we have. So I'm gonna try to make up for it uh, between the today and the end of this week. So for that, I apologize. My sports episode, which is today, is a little late. And that is perfectly okay. Today we're going to talk about um, Washington's woes. Um, specifically about the Redskins. All right, The Redskins have a lot of, I wouldn't say, eh, I would say issues. But not, you know, not as many issues as the, you know, well, what's, what's that team? Uh, basketball team. Wizards. Not nearly as much. Not nearly as um, detrimental either. But, either way, they are still pretty, you know... Um, they need to be talked about. That's why we're here. So, first thing I want to talk about is the off-field distractions, by which, Mom, I know you have a lot of, a lot of opinions on. Um, so, I guess the main off-field distraction is the, the, I mean, I know it's blown over now because, you know, we, we have, we're not, we've moved past it, but I want to talk to you about the, um, my dad, you too, but I want to talk to you about the, um, the player, the player fan relationship, mm-hmm. as you know, as as you know, and as we have talked about, mm-hmm. certain players have called out the fans, saying that they feel as though they'd rather play out on the road. Some of these players are 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 not limited to Josh Norman, mm-hmm. DJ Swearinger, mm-hmm. Chris Thompson, mm-hmm. and a few others. Um. The fans, on the other hand, feel as though there is nothing really to support. That you should pretty much give us a reason to support you, and we will. So, Mom, I know you have a lot of... I do. I have a lot to say about that, Dan. Go for it. Um, well, I didn't think... I, I just didn't get Josh Norman after going down to Tampa Bay and winning. I mean... What's up with that? He calls out the fans? That doesn't make sense. And if I'm a fan, I'm listening to that saying, well, you know, dude, number one, I mean, you've only been here for a few years. Number two, how about when you play at home, you play well, and you win a game or two? That might help the fans. Didn't he get his first interception at home? When he this first year? started playing? No, no, I'm saying this year. Didn't he get his first interception? Out? Okay, but the bottom line is they usually lose at home. So how can he sit up there and say, well, you guys should come out, you uh, moan and groan. Number one, the man gets paid millions of dollars to, pl- to play this game. 17 million. So I don't want to hear anything from Josh Norman except all I want to see him out on the field. Covering like a blanket and intercepting balls. And if he does that, that ups our chance of winning. So I didn't think that was right. Um, I'm sorry, but I'm a fan. 
I can, I can, most fans support anyway. Unless you're playing terribly. And if you're playing terribly, some people are going to boo. I just think he should have kept his mouth shut. But they're, but they're six and, they were six and three. That has nothing to do with it. And they're six and four now, but they were six and three. That was going to be my next point. So then they proceed to go out and what happened? They lost the game. They lost the game. Lo- this game, this right? go, We're yes, talking about this, this game? This past game mean- against the Texans. So if they had come out and won, that's what I was saying before. Mm-hmm. But they didn't, did they? Lost. Doesn't matter what their record is. But for what it's worth, I don't think that was the defense. It doesn't that, matter. That- he's talking for the whole team, correct? All of a sudden, he's an anointed one. To speak for the rest of the people. Yes, he did, and so did Swearinger, and so did Swearinger should have been. He, he sh- we didn't need Swearinger to to chime Swear- in on it. And, but Swearinger has been playing really well. He's actually playing That's like a Pro Bowl uh, uh, defense. It person. doesn't matter about whether or not they're playing well or not. It's about why are you if you're six and three and you believe you're all of that. Why are you attacking the fans? That doesn't make sense to me. Why do that? He went. They won a game, and after the game, all of a sudden, Norman decides to attack the fans. Why? I think it was a question that, if I could pull up the audio, I would. I don't have it on me, but I was listening to this, and there was a. It was a question that was asked, and it was. It was. I believe it was about support as a whole. So it wasn't like he came out. It wasn't like it was like a. It wasn't like a. Hey, how do you think you play today? I played well, but the fan. It would have been better if the fan. It, it wasn't like that. It was about the fan support. That's okay. what the question was okay. about. Here's this is what I told Glenn when it happened. Why couldn't he just say, um, you know what? Um, we're six and three, and um, you know we're heading back home. And, you know, I just really want to encourage the fans to come out and support us in this. You know, we're 6-3. and You know, we're we're trying to do great things this season. Just, how about you guys come on out? We really appreciate it. It probably means more to us than you fans will ever know. So, come on out next Sunday. Get loud. You know, come on out. Show your love for us. That's how he could have done it. Why make it? Why turn it around? And make it negative and say, "Well, you know, the fans are. It's better to play on the road." Why do that, huh? He's a pretty articulate guy, huh? He's also he's not guy. like the man down at sixteen hundred. He should be able to think and put something together. Also, <laughs> <laughs> I see. He is. He is. He is a very huh? articulate guy. He's eccentric. Uh, very well, out there, but. I'm saying it, all he had to do is turn do it around a little bit, right? If the question were asked of him, all he had to do was turn that thing around and say, gosh, we're six and three, guys. It means a lot. We're coming back home. We want to keep this thing going. We want the fans to come on out, get loud, get pumped up, help us keep keep rolling. So is it the way he said Is it what he said or is it the way he it's said it? It's what he said, when he said, and how he said it. It all is one big Ball of wax. Right, you're gonna. It's gonna be a losing battle anytime a player takes on the fans. You cannot win. 
It's just a fact of life. It was uncalled for. It was uncalled for. He didn't need to go there. It won't motivate the fan base. It'll actually cause the fan base to rise up against you and boo more than they were booing before. Absolutely. Or not support you in ways that they didn't support you before. Absolutely. So you will lose. Now, Swearinger came out and he said that he played other places and he got better fan participation at other places. But, you know, Josh has been the poster boy for controversial com- comments. But why? But why? As was Thompson when he made his initial comment. Thompson doesn't count. The man no, isn't playing the when game. He, when he was, he made a comment and He'll the fans lashed game. out at him. Yeah. He want to play one game. He doesn't count. I don't even... He's by the wayside. Stark Walker said, dead to me. Dead. <laughs> uh. Yeah, okay, Mom? Yeah, I'm fine. Seems, seems sort of... I'm just saying, I, 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 you know, I really... I just think that was wrong. But, you know, overall, though, the when you look at the the stadium, the stadium is not as full as it had been in the past. No. And your local radio stations for the last three, four years have been advocating and have been putting it out on the radio. I don't know why fans support this team. They really shouldn't support this team. Right? And now fast forward to now and now look. Mm-hmm. But what else have you noticed on Sundays? Fan participation is down across the league. Talk about it, Green. Yeah. I mean, you look even in Green Bay. They're, they're, it's That's down right. across the league. So the sport is probably still as popular as it's always been. Mm-hmm. But the stadium experience mm-hmm. is now is falling off because the home experience is, is has become so much better. You got that right, because I'd rather look at it from my and home. To, I was going to say, to speak on that, it's not just, it's not even just football. It's everything. Every sport. It, it's, it's sports, ba- baseball, basketball, football, soccer. If anyone mm-hmm. cares about that. Mm-hmm. Hockey. It's not just that. It's concerts now. It's it's the 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 ease of access from home. Why get up, get dressed, drive down to FedEx Field, be stuck in traffic on the way out, have to sit and have to sit there for like three hours after the game after I sat there for three hours in the cold already, when I can just sit at home with pop, my pajamas on, free food, my feet up, free food, and not have to spend two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> exactly. So it, it's not just a football thing, but you know, overall live participation is is definitely going down and, and mm. changing for uh, I guess for the worse in right. terms of um going out but right uh, I mean baseball has been you look at baseball oh stadiums and you wonder what in the world is going on yeah, they're half they're, if they're a third full sometimes it it would you know you're you're lucky mm. And even the home experiences and all that great baseball. I'm just saying, you're doing other things. You're not even just sitting there looking. Well, that so, was that was be different right. sport, yeah. And also, and I also had heard something that even when you go to a place, there's like a thousand other things to do mm-hmm. that are even that are in the stadium or arena or whatever. Mm-hmm. That sometimes you're not even focused on the game. Like for example, I know well when I did actually go to, I went down to the. Uh, basketball game last year in the suite. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a 200 level suite. Mm-hmm. They had like an arcade in there, 
right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, why do they have this? Don't they want me to watch the game? Right. And I was just like, this is kind of distracting. You go to like some, uh, I forgot what stadium has it, but there's like a whole little, whole, like there's a restaurant chain in there. Not mm-hmm. like a, not like a stand either. It's like an actual sit down oh, place. I'm like, mm-hmm. shouldn't y'all be watching the game? I, that's why you're here, you know? And it's like, it's, it's just changing. Well, it's changing because the price of the tickets has gone through the roof. The only people that can truly afford the tickets are corporations. Corporations use it more as a networking event rather than a rabid fan going to the game and just screaming their heads off. They're, they're making deals and socializing and, and bonding. So and the, and they bring their families who may or may not be part of the game, especially in a suite. You know, they mm-hmm. go in there with their kids and got to yeah. keep them occupied. It, it's just not the same. In some ways, that's why a stadium like a Green Bay, which is a bare bone mm-hmm. stadium, you go there. You go in there for one purpose: mm-hmm. watch the game. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have you're sitting on benches. <laughs> You know, you're not sitting in luxury suites and you're not in Jerry World with a museum at the bottom of the stadium and, you know, artwork and all sorts of other stuff. You are living, you've gone there for one thing and one thing only, as to watch the game. Right. You know, so the the fan base is also changing. Mm. Yeah, so, and that's, and I guess that's, I mean, I'm not saying that players don't understand that, but... That also would come into the whole, I guess, support thing. Because if the fans ain't paying attention to the game, they can't, you know, really support if you're not paying attention. Well, there's support and then there's cheer. I mean, by virtue of the fact that I buy a ticket, there's my support right there. So, and I'm supporting (laughs) you, right, but cheering is something different. Paying attention and actually being being involved in the game. And I think the fact of the matter is also that Washington fans are just fatalistic. They just know the wheels are coming off of that <laughs> bandwagon in a very short period of time. So it's a matter of, okay, we're going, they seem to be winning, but that's not real. Right, you because know. they, but because if you look at their six and three, man, I am afraid. When I look at that six and three, I say, "Wow, I don't know how they're six and three. That's why there's a fatalistic view. It's like, man, the wheels are gonna pop off of this bus in a minute." Right, and the other thing too, what fans want, they want that seminal player that they can latch on to. Uh-huh. You know. You can't get that anymore. And Adrian Peterson is the kind of player that they want and they will cheer for. Right. Back in the olden days, you know. But your coach has problems with running plays. Well, yeah, he does. He always has. Well, yeah, he does. But, you know, the last time I think the fan base was rabid was was when Robert was here in 2012. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because he was an electrifying he player, was an he electric- could do everything. Well, yes, exactly. everything he could pass, he could run. I mean, his first his first game, I believe, he scored he he scored he scored ten points every quarter. That get that had the team that it was like what forty to whatever their score was, and it was just like it was really refreshing for it because for as long as I've been paying attention to football. I haven't seen that. I mean, who was it? Not in Washington. No, not in Washington. You're right. I saw, who was it, Jason Campbell? I was like, 
okay, he's okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then there was Rax Grossman who drove drove mm-hmm. me crazy because I was like, okay, cool, that's great. And then he would do something crazy. I'm like, oh. But then when RG3 came, I was like, wow, this guy is really, really good. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like the 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 Monday night game with Patrick Mahomes and and, and, that was, and Goff. That was a game. It was like okay, that's something that a fans can get behind because they're like, man, we can win and we're gonna win no matter how far we're down. We're gonna win no matter right. how much time is left on the clock. Right. We're gonna win. You got an Aaron Rodgers. I was out about there. to say, we're especially with Aaron Rodgers, they can be down and everybody's just like, we're we're okay, yeah. we're okay, because you know Aaron Rodgers is that type of player that can that can bring you back and. Mm. and He's he's just amazing. Which is what I'm saying is when you look at your now six and four washing your Redskins, do you see that? No. And the thing is, we don't know the players. Can you? I know half the time we don't know the players. You know, it's and like, where did he come number from? Number ninety-one. Which know. one is that? Right. Uh, that's Kerrigan. We should know this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. We, we but know, we don't know a lot of. We know Alex Smith. Their receiving core is. Nothing. The receiving core ain't playing. The receiving core ain't playing. Whether they're out there, they're not playing. The the only exciting person should be um, Reed, and Reed hardly ever plays. Uh Oh well, he's played every game this year. All right, he's been shout out to Jordan Reed. Well, no, he's been he's been in every game. He's been in every little shout out. He has started. He is to stay healthy. He's been in every game, but he hasn't played. The reason why he's healthy because he ain't doing nothing. Because he ain't doing nothing. Exactly. The only person that's out there doing something every single game uh-huh. is Adrian, Adrian Peterson. And he's the type of person that can get the fan base out there right. and cheering. Right. The defense can get the the big boys from Alabama. Yeah. From uh, Alabama Wall. The Alabama They can get they because they bring fire to the team. Well, what happened to them last week? And see, this is the thing, right? Because they were doing it. Mm-hmm. They were doing it, and well, now what happened last week? Well, Almost non-existent. Like, well, what's up? Right, they they were stymied, but they did have a strip fumble, didn't they? They had no. Um, Ninety ninety four had a an interception. Oh, you Preston, Preston Smith had it. So the defense still stepped up and gave the the offense an opportunity to win, but it's still that oh, we just waiting for and something then, yeah, bad to happen. And then yeah, all of those. Uh, Drop balls and uh, from Vernon. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his Vernon problem is. What two, in the world was two, the problem? Three drop, bad drops. Bad. I mean, but now the season's over, so we're going to go out there uh, Thursday and Pretty just going to be like, man, it's over. Hmm? Yeah, so, I, guess, I don't know. Well, anyway, that's a lot. So we'll be back. All right, we're going to take a little break and we'll be back and address the on field issues this time. Alright guys, and we are back. I hope you all had an enjoyable break. Alright, so as I stated before, we are going to address the on-field issues now. <sighs> on-field issues, there's a lot of them. We will start with the, the I guess the, the major um, issue, which are the injuries. Now, the injuries, for some reason, 
seem to hit this team very hard. Almost every single, every single year almost. As far back as I can remember. Some of the key injuries are, let me see, Paul Richardson's out for the season. So is Sean Laval. Sean Laval's out for the season, right? Mm-hmm. Sean Laval, Brandon Sheriff. Is he out for the out season? Out for the season. So much. Mm-hmm. Jamison Crowder has and a, the rookie is out. Might as well say Jamison Crowder is out. Yeah, Jamison Crowder's out. I mean, he hasn't played in like seven. Was it seven games? Yeah, seven games. He's with a, dead to me. With an oh, stop it. An, an ankle in, injury. An ankle. Is it an ankle? <laughs> no, Dunbar has that heel. Dan, ankle. Dunbar. No, Dunbar has like a nerve issue or something again going on with that. But he might play though. Yes, so they say that. Trent William has a, a dislocated thumb, um, and uh, Alex Smith broke his leg. And yes, it, which was a terrible, terrible injury, and it was just sad to watch. All right, so I am going to give I'm gonna give Dad the floor first this time. If that's okay. All right, so I have a question. I have to cut him off. <laughs> we have uh, another another. Seems like this team always has quarterback issues, doesn't it? Yeah, always. always one right? can one can argue that going back to Sonny Jerkinson, that the quarterback controversy has been a problem within uh, within the Washington Redskins. Sonny and Billy. Sonny and Billy. Joe. Joe and. Well, Sonny. It was Joe and Joe and Sonny, and uh-huh. it was Doug and. Um, um, whatever the boy's name is. Yeah, number yeah. eleven. Yeah, and of course we got um, Robert, and Robert and Kirk. That's and me. Kirk I know that one. That was Robert and Kirk. Kirk and and Kirk in the the front office. Basically. <laughs> oh yeah, it was Kirk in the front <laughs> office. It's a good totally point. Real. But um, so now that so now that Alex Smith is out for the season, he's mm-hmm. done, and he very well might be done for part of the. His career might be over. He's thirty. He's thirty-three years old. Yeah, but he's thirty-three years old. He's been around the league playing for thirteen years, I believe. Thirteen. This is his fourteenth year, and and to have broken your leg in two different places, and uh, a lot of his game is is based on mobility. Right, but to that to that point, um, Anderson Silva had a, a the exact same injury. Um, Anderson, he's a fighter. Uh-huh. Anderson Silver, he's had that same exact injury, tibula, tibula, fit, tibula. that thing. He broke his leg. Mm-hmm. All right, same foot falling, flopping around. But he was able to heal up, and he's he was forty when this happened. Okay, and he was able to come back and still fight. Now, was it at a high level? No, but he was still able to come back, put pressure, and still be able to throw a a powerful kick with that leg. So, with that being said. Cold is taking over oh. the team now. Mm-hmm. All right, I've got a lot to say about Cole. Mommy, come <laughs> on now. Cole is taking over the team. What? What? I'm. I guess I'll be straightforward. What do you think of this? Cole's team. Cole's going to take over the team. So where do you think the team is going to head? And will Alex? When? If? If Alex comes back, how will this be handled? Well. I think the team was going to was going I think reality was going to strike with the team regardless of whether Cole whether Alex was there or not. I thought the team I think the team was going to come back and fall back to the pack. Uh with Colt, 
I think Colt had his best offensive game when he came out in relief of Alex. And that okay, yeah. So um, now they're game planning for Colt. There's a reason Colt wasn't the starter. I mean, I think he's a. I think he's probably the best one, the best, if not one of the best backup quarterbacks. But still, he's a backup quarterback. And um, if the team can go 500, that's that's a, that's a major victory. Will they go 500? I don't. I'm I'm skeptical. I don't think they will. So you're not one of those people that believe that the. That the team is better off with Colt because you know a lot. You know a lot of times with, especially with the quarterback position, the second they don't perform how you think they should perform, the fan base is screaming, "Oh, put this person in, put this person in, uh, blah 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 blah." So, do you think that the the offense is better off with Colt? Because seeing seeing as how Colt has been here. For five years, which is actually the, I believe it's the longest time a quarterback has been here under Jay Gruden. Yeah. So, he knows the system. He's comfortable in the offense. So, you think he's better off with, do you think the Redskins offense is better off with Colt McCoy at the head? No, I don't think they are. I think that a lot of that screaming for let's bring the backup quarterback in is is a is a faction is a is a is basically the media trying to get something to talk about during the day or to write about in their papers the reason why alex was starting and colt was not because alex is a better quarterback and regardless of what you want to say alex took them into last week at 6 and 3 so it wasn't a beautiful six and three. He was not putting up. I would not have him starting on my fantasy team. I, he would not even be on my fantasy team. But the fact of the matter is, he did win six games, which is, I mean, I, I'm not even sure if that's the most that that um, but he Jay wins. Gruden has ever won. But he wins. But it's he an wins. ugly win, but it's a win. The game that they lost, he had a bad game and was having a bad game before he was injured. He was uncharacteristically throwing um, uh, interceptions, and he was uncharacteristically... uh, Well, it was characteristically. They were dropping balls that he did throw well. So do I think that Colt McCoy is a better quarterback? No, I don't. Do I think that they're they're better off without Alex? No, I don't. Um... I think Colt is going to take risks, but uh, when all is said and done, I think Alex was the better quarterback, and that's why he was starting, and the team is, is worse off without Alex. Okay, wow. Do I don't like going second, because then you guys have already talked about every point that there is, <laughs> so I'm just going to say <laughs> that... Uh, just gonna agree. Oh, As the backup quarterback, and he's been in the system for all of these years. If if it were just any other team, you would say that's an asset, right? That your backup quarterback he knows he knows the playbook inside and out. So Jay Gruden can call all his plays, and Colt should know them like the back of his hand. So that's a good thing. You also know that Cole is uh, Jay's guy, right? 
Yeah, they buddies. Yeah, well, real time. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I've got a lot to say about Jay. Um, you know, Jay is an average coach, so he likes average guys. Mm-hmm. And to be quite honest, when we were talking about Robert Griffin and how electrifying he was, to be quite honest, he was mismanaged by the coach. Because that's how I feel. Now, Leonard Robert Griffin is gone and all of the everything happened. Because, you know, Colt, at one point, all three of them were vying for uh, the starting position. And they claim, right they claim that Colt was about to win it. Mm-hmm. But he got hurt. Right. So that's the one thing you guys didn't bring up. He's prone to injury. Mm-hmm. So how many games do we have left? Uh, we have there this one, two, three, got four, six four, games five, left after right. this week. So you gotta hope that he's durable, right? Because we don't have anybody else. We also have Mark Sanchez. Oh, we got Mark Sanchez. <laughs> his son Mark Sanchez yes, uh, oh, okay. yesterday yeah, uh, yeah. yesterday we got Mark you Sanchez got, you got a lot of people always clamoring for Colt McCoy I don't know why because if the man were a starting quarterback he'd be starting somewhere is he a good backup quarterback yes mm-hmm. how many games are we going to win I don't know because I'm with Glenn number one they were on decline anyway that's Regardless. So I can't say how many games they're going to win. You guys know when was it? A few years ago, Colt led the Redskins in down there in Dallas and came out with this miraculous win. So now we got to hope that he can do it again. We also got to hope that the, the, um, the line that is, you know, 60%. Yeah. Uh, complete can actually protect him enough because if this man gets hit the wrong way, that's my point. That's it. Like that is that is it. I am calling the season there. I'm not calling it now, but if if Colt gets hurt, that is the end of the season. Well, well, but here, it, yeah, I I need Colt to have a really good game tomorrow because I cannot stand the Cowboys. I cannot, I cannot take them winning another game. So I need him to. To go if he only has one win left in him, I need it to be tomorrow, and then we'll see what happens. Well, if you look at the way that Colt was playing when he came into the game on Sunday, it yeah. was reckless. Not just him, but did you or, see? All of a sudden, Jordan Reed, well, they like all come to life. Well, so, what is that telling you? No, good why point. were they out there? How come they weren't? Fired up when fired Alex up when Alex was out there. See, I have a problem with that. Could it be because Mm-mm. it's just a theory? The theory. You naturally take on the personality of people. You naturally take on the personality of the person that is, you know, more so. I guess leading you, just so to speak. So, for example, like our dog, right? When we're hype, what up, T? She's wagging her tail, y'all. She's 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 saying hi. But when when we're hyped, she's hyped. When we're cool, she mostly cool. Sometimes she has her moments where she likes to bark in people's faces. But I think it is with 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 Colt. He's like he's like that that the risk taker, the I'm gonna make stuff happen guy. That he's that guy. Alex is more of the let me make sure everything is good first. Then I'll do something. If it's not good, not do anything. If it's good, then I'll do it. 
So, with this guy being the, okay, let's make something happen guy, it's like, oh, everybody's like, oh, snap, okay, let's make, let's make something happen. So, when he throws that first touchdown, the, who was it? Was it Jordan Reed? Mm-hmm. Or was it Doc? Mm-hmm. It was somebody. It was one of those two. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, my goodness, now, now we're making stuff happen. Um... I think it's the fact that you take on the personality of the person that we need. So if you have a person that, for example, if you look at uh, Green Bay, when Green Bay plays and they're down, their receivers, they, all their people are still like, we still need to do this thing, we're fine. Because that's how Aaron Rodgers is. He's, he, go, he walks on the field, he's just like, alright, we're down by like, what, 14 points, we have like, what, yeah, two well, minutes, so let's just make stuff happen. When you call McCoy, you're the backup quarterback. You're in because there's a problem. Mm-hmm. All right. So he can't. So, so, so he cannot be down. He cannot be a down person. He right. can't be like, oh man, our quarterback's right. hurt. But this I, is bad. I, oh, I don't. I don't, I don't disagree with you at all. But I also think it has something to do with. Um, I think teams automatically start to rally when key people on their team go down. It doesn't, that's, you know what I'm saying, uh, you, you just, you kind of, all of a sudden, it's just like, oh my gosh. We'll win, we'll, we'll win one for the, for exactly. the, for the whoever's, whoever's down. down. Yeah. But at the same time, you also got to be smart. Either, either the coach was calling crazy plays, or I the, or the, or, or, um, Colt McCoy was audibling out of plays because some of those plays were going to get your quarterback killed. <laughs> and if you're down to no quarterbacks, yeah, Trey Quinn, we need you, yeah. fam. We're pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing like he wanted it. Well, Trey Quinn was exactly. what he yeah. He's the he only just come back from injury. Hey, look, right? About to go back on injury the way he was playing. The way he was playing. <laughs> Running right? crossing but, patterns. But, that's, but we need everybody to play right. like that. Exactly. But, you know, I'm Dawson not going to start, I'm not gonna start like with the play calling. Because oh. Jake Rudin is a terrible play caller. He can't be the head coach and call plays too. He, I, he. Well, the, he can't. The, the 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 offense was clicking the best when uh, Sean when Sean McVay was. That's right. Going. And look at Sean McVay. And look what Sean McVay's doing out in. Yeah, he took LA. a quarterback that was on the heat on the. Oh, we could have thrown over on the pile. And was, made him and into, made him great. I'm starting him in my league. <laughs> That's how good he is. And I got Aaron Rodgers. You should have asked us. Oh, way back when did we get rid of the the wrong coach? Hey, my that, answer was that's a whole. Yes. But that's a whole separate unit. I mean, good yeah, right. Because I know I, I got my opinions. You got your well, look. Opinions. They're, these are facts. Actually, you can run back the tape on this one. But. Anyway, and I, I kind of, I mean, this has not been talked about a lot, but I think it was an upgrade by by what Greg Minuski is doing on defense. I agree. I mean, what we had for defense for the last couple of years has mm-hmm. been Swiss dude, cheese, yeah. Swiss cheese, whole bunch of holes I mean, that people could just run through with no type of opposition right. whatsoever. And, and exactly. you talk about playing with fire. The defense is playing with. The fire of a great yes. Minuski. Do they play right all the time? No, they don't. 
They make mistakes, but they're playing. Most of the mistakes are made in the secondary with Josh Norman. (laughs) I've got a bunch of them. Well, the secondary has had has had challenges, and that's probably why they brought uh, Ha Ha Dixon. Right. Um, But but they've been playing with fire. I mean, they've been playing offense is like we don't you know they play like they're on a surgical table, but the defense is playing like their coach on fire with an attitude so I'm going to ask you guys this alright with everything starting to change now we have a quarterback he's our quarterback now he, we have a quarterback that is now more prone to taking chances he's more prone to throwing the ball he is not going to he, he will give everybody a chance to um, to quote the wizard's phrase he will give everyone a chance to eat we have a defense that is still playing at a, at a high level. So, are the Redskins... I know they're going to... Okay, I'm going to rephrase the question. I was going to ask, do the Redskins try to continue to push towards a preseason run? I, They're going to. Postseason. Postseason. Mm, preseason. Good grief. Mm-hmm. Sleepy. Postseason run. I know that. I'm going to ask, how... Do they go about this postseason run? Because as it stands, the the remaining opponents are these. We have Dallas. We have Philadelphia. Giants. Three division games in a row. Straight. We have Jacksonville, Tennessee, and then we have Philly one more time. So, how... Do the Redskins go about trying to forge this postseason run? Well, I mean, look at the schedule. And starts tomorrow. I feel like they have to beat Dallas. Because. Um, we need to take we gotta take two from from uh, from somebody we need to sweep someone we do it's, it sounds so it cliche, starts there right it sounds cliche but you control your own destiny with having all those division games left you essentially control whether or not you win. You, If you sweep, you win. If you split, you win. If you lose, you lose. It's as simple as that. The problem is, this is the problem. We can't win in the division. We cannot win. Tradition, the last couple of years, we have had a... Yeah, horrible time of the division. Yeah, and the somehow Eli always saves his best for us. Yeah, and or the tight end going down the middle, we can never stop. But the Giants <laughs> always have that one thing that we just we look inept against them. The Cowboys, same thing with the Cowboys. <laughs> you gotta love it, don't you? <laughs> And 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 Carson Wentz is starting to to look like he's 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 a mere mortal until he plays mm-hmm. us exactly. And then all of a sudden, the man netted six fantasy points last week. 
You know, so so it'll be we control our own destiny, but we have been known to drop the ball. And with an offense that has sixty percent of their offensive line injured, right? Their quarterback injured, out, out, out. <laughs> let me rephrase that: out. A their two starting wide receivers, one is out, and then one is. One is the uh, Josh Dotson. He's an injury that we didn't bother to say, but I'm sure he's injured because he can never stay healthy. And Reed is about to be out too. We gonna borrow time, man. Try right. to tell you. So postseason. You talking postseason? <laughs> to quote, um, was Alan Iverson. You know, practice. 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 We talking about you talking about postseason, <laughs> right? You know, you better win a game first. Okay, and I'd be surprised. I mean, if 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 they end up ten and six, I would not be shocked. If they end up nine and seven, that's kind of almost. But what you I wouldn't would be shocked if they end up six and ten. I'm sorry, six and ten. I wouldn't. I, I would be shocked at ten and six. Right. I meant six and say, ten. Did, I meant did you did you have them like in the, no. the division champs the whole time? No, I meant I meant ten and six, and I, and I meant seven and nine right. would be but probably average. what they're going to mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. Eight and eight, they I'd be surprised if they make eight and eight yeah. with the way they are right now. Wow. And, the, and what's going to happen? The stupid, nasty Cowboys probably going to end up winning the division. So who do you attribute that to? Dagger. A lot of it is coaching. A lot of it is in our injuries. So if we let's make a pie chart here. Oh, so we have we'll say coaching, we'll say injuries, injuries and we'll say play style. Play style. Uh, play style from the coaching, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll say coaching, injury, injuries, injuries is the and the rest of the and, mm-hmm. the rest and of everything the, else. Yeah. So okay. let's let's make that pie chart so real quick. If it's I'd have to say injuries is sixty percent. The play wow. calling is thirty, and then the other twenty, the other twenty percent is everything else. Wait a minute, sixteen. That ten percent is is everything else. Fifty percent. Mm-hmm. No, make it fifty, thirty, twenty. That's what I, how I would put it. Fifty percent injuries, thirty percent play calling. And twenty percent everything else. I mean, I, I wouldn't go. I'm I'm close to that, so we'll go with that. Because the only team that nice could, round, the only team that could win injured is, is, are the Patriots. Ain't lying. I mean, they seem to be injured every year, and they seem to keep winning. Every any other team, you have major injuries, they they lose. True. Ain't lying. All right, so. I'm going to go down, right? And I just want a gut reaction, all right? I want a win or a loss. Okay. It's going to go for the rest of the season, all right? Tomorrow. By the way, do we understand that tomorrow is such a big day? That's what I said. It's so, like, it is just so big. Like, the amount of pressure that is on is because if they win, because if the Redskins win, they what? What two games up? They're two games, They're two ahead, games. Of, ahead of um, the Dallas. second place is Dallas, and there's like almost like Philly and Dallas are tied, aren't they? 
No. no. Philly's going to win Dallas. So they'd be back up two games. Okay. I would I would actually argue that if we win tomorrow. We don't have to worry about the literally all we, division. All we have to do is win one we against take Philly. Jacksonville. If we win one against and Philly, and that's it. That's all. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. Oh, that's a given. If, if we win tomorrow, I don't think we have to worry about the division. Mm-hmm. You gotta win in the division because the division. No, but I'm saying. No, I'm saying that's it because if if we win, we've already beaten. We've already have. We already have the split. We're with, two and zero. Oh. With two of the teams, you got two. Yeah, but we need one more. That's, oh, that, that that's what tomorrow one. is. Okay, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Because if we win tomorrow, let's see. We all got right. Dallas. So all we need is just one more for good measures against Philly. Because we're gonna we're gonna end up splitting Philly. I mean, it's just a matter of fact. But we like it's like you said. We sweep if we sweep one of the teams, it's pretty much a done deal. Mm-hmm. We in there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, neither here nor there. So that's how big tomorrow. Playing in Jerry World. So question is, win or lose? Yeah, tomorrow win lose. Mm-hmm. Take what you think. I got four tail wags. So I'm going with the yes, and she's still wagging the tail, so she's going for yes. I'm going with a win. Mm. That's hard. Mm-hmm. That's hard because my brain is saying lose, my heart is saying win. You can tell Josh Norman that. <laughs> oh gosh! So I'm, I'm gonna say I'm, if I got into the head, win. I'm, I'm going win too. I I I really believe that the the defense will do just enough to contain. I think they still have job. It'll come back. It'll come. It'll come to. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't. But it'll come to what it did last time. It'll be a really really close game, and it'll be decided by a a score, field goal, touchdown. See, the one thing that they have that they didn't have before is they have Amari Cooper, and they also have Zeke actually getting his stuff together. That's okay. So, hey, but look, I'm counting on a win. So, go Reds. So, Monday Night Football, Philadelphia. Mm. And if we never played well on us. On, uh, yeah, that's a loss. Well, that's and a look, loss. That's a I'm loss. Is Where are they? Monday they Night Philly. at Philly. <laughs> that's a loss. That's, that's, a, that's a no-play. That's an ugly loss. Yeah. No, that's, that's a, one where they all that's show a up. That's Where Jay doesn't get them ready. Let's mm-hmm. just hope it's not as bad as that Saints loss. Because that, yeah, yeah, that, that was miserable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my like goodness. This is where they don't show up. Oh, my goodness. All right. So they had some time to rest. Hey, look, you know, you know that's always, that's and you know Jay's gonna give him an extra day off. Extra day, you know that's coming, right? Because you know they don't practice. And so, if Josh Norman wants to talk about something, how about he talk about that? DJ did. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we have New York Sunday regular game. Well, um, I believe we are home. Yes, we're home. We are home. We're home. Home. New York. When? Going for it. We already beat them. I'm going for it. I'm going for the win, guys. Come on. I see the tight end running down the middle. (laughs) (laughs) You always see the tight end. There goes that. um, That, That was it. That's that's a loss, man. That cat. What was it? Catastrophic. What was it? Fatalistic thinking. There There he goes. There he goes. Tight end running (laughs) wild down the middle. 
kill if we <laughs> let's just say if we if we are still the equivalent of the six and three before before the last game, mm-hmm. we should be now. Yeah, but we're not. <laughs> we don't have Alex. We don't have Alex Smith. We don't have Sean Laval. We don't have. I mean, hey, we, think we about like devastated. Think about like yeah, this. They all just you need is defense. Well, Eli, all you need is defense. You don't need offense. <laughs> think about you just need to harass him. And look, so if we can get the Alabama wall up and going again, build that wall. Build okay. And look, all we and we're coming off of a loss. You know they always run after a loss, after an ugly loss too. Yeah, so and what happened I'll after? Run out of I'm going for win. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They, look, they lost to the Saints and then beat the. Then they went on a three game streak. Yeah. But, so look, there goes the three game. But we've got a two game losing streak in our back pocket waiting to happen. You know, Jay. I know. <laughs> you know. Let's get that out of our system now. Well, guys, we're just gonna go back and just uh, work hard. Let's go back to the uh, drawing board and uh, give you guys another day to oh, focus yes. on what you need to focus on, and we'll, we'll, we'll come back. I'm All right, so we said when his tenure is over. We have uh, Jacksonville at Jacksonville. Jaguars play good at home. Okay. Well, at home. Usually they play. What y'all think? And Leonard Fournette is back too, finally. Loss. <laughs> finally, Leonard Fournette is back. That's a loss because I think we're going to take the Titans. Yeah, that's yeah. a loss. I will go with I was about to say the same thing. I think we win that game, but I think we lose that game, but then we win the Titans. Then mm-hmm. we finish out the season, two wins, tight uh, the Titans and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why I believe will happen. I see them beating the Titans. Now the problem is if the season is on the line going with yeah. Philadelphia at home. Oh, come on. We're going to lay an egg in that like we did last year. Again, back to Josh Norman. He wants somebody to support him. He wants somebody to support the team. Then come in the big game at home and win. And win convincingly. If he wins, That's the end of the show, folks. If he gets a, if he gets a, if he gets an interception that game and runs it back for a touchdown, let me get you a jersey of his. I mean, the one thing he does is he he punches the ball every time he's in there. Punch the fumble punch, but as what I'm saying, and I've said this to you many times before, Glenn. It's not only just home game, but me, but big games. Uh We gotta finally win the big game. If you want somebody to support the team, win the big game. What's a big game? Don't go out there and lay an egg. A big game is beating the team that you're not supposed to beat. Right. Green Bay? Green Bay, you have Aaron Hurt. Yeah, we were supposed to win that. Yeah, but what, no, what I'm talking about is... Win Carolina. So what we're talking about is coming down to our season, right? Right, that's oh, the You see what I'm saying, Daniel? Like yeah, last year when the, when they played the Giants. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. goodness. Let's not and talk about it. Come on, right. all, all they had to do was win. Right. And, and, they, and they, what, they lost. They lost. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, like... Like third tomorrow's game so is a that? big game. What is that about to be? Um, so let's see. We said win against uh, Dallas that puts us at seven and four. We uh-huh. said loss against Philly at seven and five. Seven and five. Win against the Giants. Did we say win? I said lost. Eight. We so eight and eight, eight and five. five. Or eight and six. You keep tracking yours. Right. Seven <laughs> six. So we're eight, eight and five. Yeah. Seven and eight six. Five. 
five. Jacksonville is a loss. Eight and six. Seven and seven. Uh, Eight and six. Don't go Titans. Eight, six, nine, six, nine and six, and eight, then they went seven. out against the Eagles. Ten and six. Hey, so nine and seven. Can nine and seven win the division? Yes. 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 This is can. a but trash division. <laughs> well, the Eagles are a, not playing like They're still the Super Bowl champion. So and last, you gotta play like it. And last year we didn't like think it. they were gonna win the Super Bowl at this time of the year. Right. But they also were playing well at the beginning. They were playing, but they were playing decently at the the beginning of the. They went on a tear because after um, Carson Wentz was playing well, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were playing. They were always playing well. And but then they squeaked into the playoffs, and then went on a total tear through through the playoffs. Well, Carson Wentz got hurt. Mm Yeah. So, a gut reaction on the record. Ten and six. Nine to seven. Nine to seven. It's okay. I, that's like what Come over to my side because you know nine and seven sounds know. more real. Oh, look, oh look, look, look. I said gut reaction. <laughs> Ten and six. Realistic answer is eight. 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 Exactly. Because they go games <laughs> that we need them to win. Exactly. Because oh, they can't get, we cannot get a wild card. No. We cannot get a wild card. No. We gotta win the division. We gotta win the division, and we're gonna still be the the third seed. You're right. I know because (laughs) doggone L.A. They're already ten and (laughs) nine and one. Is that what they are? Nine and nine and two, something like that. Yeah, can't catch them. Mm -mm. Chicago's playing better. New Orleans. New Orleans is always they're nine and one. That's what I'm saying. That's it. It's a wrap. You're playing for. You're playing for. Who got the South? NFC South. That's North Carolina. Norlin's got that. No, that's right, no. Yeah. Uh, that sounds. Well, it sounds like the the as every as every Redskins uh, season is in question. But hey, look, that's the beautiful thing about sports. You don't never know what's going to happen. If we all knew what was going to happen, it wouldn't be interesting. I'd be rich. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people would be rich. Nobody would be rich. Then I said, if I knew what was going to happen. <laughs> anyway, well, I think we're going to wrap up now. All right, I want to thank you guys for joining me. This was fun. Mom, I know you enjoyed uh, stating your fiery opinions, I by which, I and I also it. know that you love the, the little people that... <laughs> Sometimes be involved, Dad. Thanks Thanks. for having me. You're you're welcome. Thanks for your your logic and your your wisdom, sound wisdom. That is the man right there. Yeah, that's where I get this from. It's the combination of the I get the logic from the dad and the fire fiery emotion from my mother. It's all good. Anyway, guys, like I said, I'm gonna try to make up the rest of the episodes this week. Uh, Try to put out two two more. um, Probably after Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, we're out of here. To everyone that's listening, I want to thank you guys for listening once again. And happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Be thankful for everything that you got because there's some people that don't have anything. So until next time, we are out.